This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues that working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Today, we are going to continue our conversation about women who work in ministry, and I am privileged and thrilled to have two such women in the studio with me. First is Jillian Palmiato. She is the pastor and the director of the Unlimited Special Needs Ministry at Mount Perrin Church of God in Atlanta, Georgia. She holds a bachelor's degree in early childhood education and a master's degree in interrelated special education. Before coming the ministry director at Mount Perrin, Jillian taught in the public school system for 12 years. In 2014, she utilized her education and experience and guidance from the Holy Spirit to envision and launch the Unlimited Ministry. Since its inception, the ministry has grown from 20 families to approximately 175. In 2016, Jillian founded the Together Conference, an annual event designed to equip ministry leaders and volunteers to launch or improve their special needs ministries. She has consulted with numerous churches across the United States, helping them to improve, helping them, sorry, to welcome people with disabilities. Jillian has been a member at Mount Parent Church since 1997, and she serves there with her husband, Anthony, and their two children, Samantha and Nicholas. Next, I'd like to introduce my guest, Stacy Georges. Stacy is the founder and CEO of Special Needs Respite, a child care service for families with children who have special needs. Stacy holds a BA in therapeutic recreation from Purdue University, but she says her real education began when her two children were diagnosed with a cluster of neurological challenges. As the founder of Your Respite Special Needs Child Care, Stacy founded the Special Needs Respite to help meet the needs of even more parents of children living with special needs. Stacy does speaking engagements for churches and civic groups to further community understanding of how to minister to special needs families. She and her husband, Tom, reside in Roswell, Georgia. Welcome to the studio, ladies. It is a pleasure to have you both here. Thank you for having us, Deanna. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, guys. Well, let's just go ahead and get straight into it. We have a lot to discuss, and I want to make sure we don't miss out on anything. Jillian, let's start with you. Can you share a little bit more about Mount Perrin's Unlimited Special Needs Ministry and about um, what you do as a special needs pastor? Yeah, so our, our main focus um, with the Unlimited Ministry is to be able to welcome families that have kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. And we started out kind of focusing on those families that have preschooler and grade school kids okay. um, in the beginning. And we've kind of grown with the, with the kids oh, <laughs> because really? they don't stop growing. So, right. that's uh, so then, true. Um, about a year and a half after we um, you know really started focusing on the needs of those families, we, we started figuring out how to better minister to and include our teenagers wow. with disabilities. Wow. And um, and this year, we mm-hmm. are um, branching out and expanding again wow. um, to reach the adult needs. Um, so for our adults with disabilities and, and ministering to them. And so wow. um, so we now you know have over 175 families that wow. are part of our ministry wow. that have come to our church because um, uh, quite honestly, there's a lot of churches that they've tried to go to that right. have turned them away. Wow. And um, and so you know we, we wanna be a source of, of strength strength and yeah. um, just refuge and, sure, and sure. 
you know, giving them a place that they can call home. Wow. Um, and so, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, our, our main focus, obviously, is to be able to invite families on mm-hmm. Sundays and Wednesdays to our normal church services, right. and all of our kids are included. Um, what we what we have, the model that we have kind of adopted is doing a buddy system. So every family has a one-on-one volunteer that's wow. assigned to the family. Mm. And uh, and so they are there to accompany the child to the to the regular children's and youth programming. Wow. And so they're pretty much all mainstreamed. Yeah. Um, we do have a, a, you know, a handful of kids who are not quite ready for that environment or that ju- it just isn't the right environment sure. for them. So we have a, a separate space as well with a sensory room and a wow. modified classroom and things like that where we can uh, best minister to their needs. So we just try to yeah. get to know our families families and wow. meet needs and whatever they are we figure out how yeah. to meet them wow. <laughs> so. I love how it will flesh that out a little bit more but I love how the ministry has grown as you said yeah. with the kids yeah. and now has included even adults and we'll talk a little bit more about that but I wanted to ask Stacy basically the same thing can you share a little bit more about how you came to be the founder of the special needs respite Inc. and about the services that your organization offers to the community tell us a little bit more well, it, I look back and it is amazing how God put all these things together because mm-hmm. um, way back when I was in my you know, 20s, mm-hmm. I chose uh, therapeutic mm-hmm. recreation. I was in recreation and when they showed us all the different things that we could choose mm-hmm. from, when we got into the therapeutics, my mm-hmm. light just turned on wow. and even my professor was surprised to see what is, yeah. who is this, yeah. this person that's all of a sudden involved <laughs> and engaged yes. who might not have been the other days. Wow. Anyway, um, so that was where it started and then God gave me two wonderful children. Um, They were so smart and so creative that whenever my husband and I tried to set up any kind of system of structure, Uh they got around it. Oh gosh. (laughs) It was so frustrating. And yet everyone said, your children are so smart. They're going to do great things. And we kept saying that to ourselves, but it was very frustrating as their parents. Sure, sure. um, Like you said, it turned out that they had all these letters behind their names. And, um, and, so mm-hmm. once they got into school, all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was really hard. Of course. My children were the ones that wouldn't stand in line. Oh. My children were the ones that couldn't sit mm-hmm. in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time we were riding down the road and there was a commercial about reading is the biggest challenge. And my daughter was in the car. I yeah. said, reading isn't the challenge. It's that darn seat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that reading was not... Yeah, you, had, you were dealing with other things. We yeah. just laughed yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, it started with my kids had so much trouble um, yeah. in school, and that's mm-hmm. when I started learning a, that there was this whole support system, the underground of the special needs community, where wow. we all knew about IEPs, and we all had to, you know, stand up for our kids and literally, you know, fight for our rights. Yes, absolutely. Um, which is a whole another story yeah. so mm-hmm. um the one thing that um i thought i could bring to the community was helping parents be able to take a break and um our yes statistics for marriages ending yeah. in divorce are yeah. like 85 yeah. percent mm-hmm. so my husband and i both had a heart for trying to rekindle the marriage or help it to sure. you know stay strong mm-hmm. so we gave parents a night out that's great so i just started going to people's houses and taking care of their kids so they could go out 
And of course, my husband had to stay home with my kids, which I thought was the harder oh, job. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we called it Your Respite. Yes. And one year I got him a shirt that said No Respite. Oh my because gosh. He, <laughs> because he was at home working. He never with the got respite. Wow. <laughs> but it just grew. God just grew it. I yes. thought I was just doing a little bit of something sure. until my husband retired, but yeah. it grew. And now we have over 30 caregivers around Metro Atlanta. And wow. I feel like God has given me a vision actually through Jillian. I was wow. sitting there listening to one of her talks and uh, she said 20% yes. of every population has it's, special needs. And so right? I thought, what is 20% of Metro Atlanta? A lot And people. I couldn't breathe for a yeah, minute, I know, but I, <laughs> I thought yes. if God is with me and yes. he wants this to happen, yes. it's going to happen. So yeah. I just yeah. kind of took yeah. the steps from there. Yeah. Wow. Listening already to you ladies just gives me goosebumps <laughs> really I, I feel inspired already more inspired um and i'm gonna ask you both this question um jillian i'll ask you first and then stacy you can respond um how has your gifting i think this is important because i know a lot of women i know a lot of women who are transitioning from um i was a homeschool mom and i've uh and i've done many things along the way but um leaving that world with my baby having graduated you know it it opened up all kinds of new time for me and i have so i have a lot of friends that are looking to do the next thing what i want to know is how has your gifting led you to this particular vocation and then again and I want you to respond as well Stacey. Well as a as a former teacher I started out in elementary education as a general education teacher and right. then was kind of thrown into you're going to have the general education class but you're going to have some special ed students in your classroom. Oh wow. And so it wasn't really until that year that I had that group of students that I realized that I even had this gift. Is that um, right? So it wasn't something that I really sought out it was literally something that God just kind of dropped in my lap and was wow. like here you go I created you for this. Unbelievable. I I discovered that I had a, a just a particular gift of being able to see see like potential yes. in kids. Yes. And um and and to be able to kind of assess where they were and how to get them to the a place of success, you wow. know, so to speak. So right. whether it be yeah. in life or spiritually or academically or you mm-hmm. know socially or whatever, right. um, I just have this innate ability to be able to see where people are, meet them there, and then process the steps they need to get them to the next level of where they're trying to go. Wow. And um, and so I discovered that, and in particularly, I discovered that I'm I'm good with uh, yes. kids that have behavior issues so sure. emotional behavioral issues yes. mental health issues yeah. Yeah. things like that of just um yes. you know I, I don't know why I have yes. that gift but I do yes. know that I was created to do it wow, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't again something that I yeah, sought yeah, out yeah, and yeah, that yeah. that experience yeah, led me yeah. into um, yeah. pursuing my master's degree okay. for special ed okay, and gotcha. um, and so then with the education and just the background that I have yes. um, I think it makes for the perfect yes. combination of using that gift wow and um and that's really what we base our our the name of our ministry on is what is a scripture in Ephesians of just remembering that God created us with unlimited potential and unlimited power. If we can just tap into the power of the name of Jesus Christ and, and, and seek the Lord's will and what we were created for, there is enormous power in that. And, um, and so just helping 
people to discover that in themselves and Mm -hmm. reminding them that despite whatever, you know, whatever disorder or whatever disadvantage they come from, that they're, they have unlimited potential in God's eyes. And so I think that the Lord really allows me to see people through his eyes. Yes. Yes. And, um, and it's just so important in the special needs community, especially for parents. It's it's funny because I, Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I often, um, have the opportunity and the privilege of opening the eyes of parents because they're constantly told. Yes. by doctors and yes. teachers and therapists all the things that their kids yeah. can't do yes, yes and then when they yes. start coming to church and yes. we start refilling that yes. hope of oh. but these are the things that god says they can do let's focus on those things how <laughs> you know? powerful so, is that? so they are like uh wait wait what what you mean that you think my kid can serve in the doing yes. lights and sound for the high school ministry wow. you think my kid can serve as a buddy you think my kid can serve as a greeter I don't know if they can do that. And then helping them to see yeah, yeah, that yeah, their kids yeah, are capable yeah. of doing those things wow. and their kids are capable of, wow. of walking in yeah, God's yeah, will, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, despite yeah, what they're told yeah, by everybody else. Yeah. So. yeah, because, you know, in our traditional society, unfortunately, the church is included in that. Yep. We sideline people with yes. ne- with special needs. That's right. You know, and I think we do it. I mean, even as a parent myself, I have a daughter I was talking to Stacy about who has been recently diagnosed with um, uh, borderline personality disorder. Yeah. Um, But, um, and my first thought was, okay, well, what's life going to be like for her now? She's not going to be able to do this, 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 and that. Yeah. You know, basically the quality of life is going, going to go down for her. Right. But plugging into an organization that, um, that I told Stacy about NAMI and then hearing yeah. different ones like you talk has yeah. opened my eyes to see that no, you know, although there are challenges, yeah, there is still enormous potential yeah. and enormous, uh, and there's an enormous, uh, and they can have abilities to do, they have abilities, as, and if you can tap into those abilities, they can still do great things. Right, right. And so, yeah. But bringing hope to what yeah. could really be a desperate, dismal yeah. situation yeah. And it's just amazing. all about perspective. You oh, know? it it's is. It's just about your perspective. And, it is. And, and, and being disciplined yeah. enough to change that perspective from what society tells you your yeah. perspective yeah, yeah. should be. That's exactly and, right. And say, no, 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 I'm yeah. going to choose yeah. God's perspective yeah, yeah. on this one. So and, you're you're yeah. the pushback lady i mean you oh, push yes, back ma'am. you push back <laughs> and you teach others <laughs> you teach others how to push back okay so um now stacy same thing what how has your gifting led you to your particular vocation well first of all i would say that the gift is um it makes me think of yes. a popular TV show where mm-hmm. the main guy was OCD Monk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> my husband absolutely yes, loves that show. Yes, loved Monk. Yes, he yes. He said yes. OCD yes. is a blessing and a curse. Wow. Yeah. And that is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have you know, parts of our personality that are strong and they're good and bad. So mm-hmm. I would say my gift is I have a passion to get things done. Yes. And so that is my blessing, and it is a curse. <laughs> um, and one of the ways it's a curse is that, um, like, I've never been able to work within a church yes. because there's so much 
bureaucracy and hoops you have mm-hmm. to run through mm-hmm. and yet it has been a blessing because I was like well I'm just going to start my own business right. and then I can make the rules sure. and whenever they're not good rules then I will have the them. consequences and yeah, then I'll right. change them right, exactly. so right. I have this you know completely yes. blank canvas to yes. start with so yeah. so I would say you know passion for getting things done yes. uh, is also, my biggest hurdle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. They say patience is a virtue, yes, and yes. Um, and I didn't get that in my basket. <laughs> oh, you and me both. Exactly. <laughs> I get that. But, yes. Um, one of the mm-hmm. people that has inspired me is John Maxwell. Uh-huh. Um, he he his book um, Fifteen Laws of Leadership. He says. Um, how he kind of says how hard can it be and yeah. that's kind of what i've always done i was yeah. always saying well i'm going to give it a whirl yeah. and maybe i didn't plan right. and and obsess over all the things that might go wrong i just step in yes. and start going yes. and he says you know do it today yes. why wait he even said he didn't know what he was doing when he uh, started writing or when he started his leadership classes sure. but um he just started doing it yeah. and then he developed it and now he has Influence so many people Millions. all over the world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas the world. some of us mm-hmm. would still be sitting there going, trying oh, to figure I don't it all out. Start. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's me, is, you know, and admittedly, there are many times I get in the middle of something <laughs> and then my husband has to bail me out. <laughs> I have one of those husbands. Uh, yeah, because God. I'm a visionary. Thank uh, God for and, Tom George. Oh, yes, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Um, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, good. Um, that, that gives me. Um, that is so energizing, both yeah. of you, and you come from it from kind of different places and spaces, but both really inspiring. Um, just kind of on that, <clears throat> in that same little theme, what role models, um, and I'll ask you, Stacy, first, did you have growing up, um, and how did this factor into things for you? Did you have, I'm assuming mm-hmm. we all had role models, mm-hmm. but can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that, that's a good one because there's uh-huh. so many influences in your life, you know, that from the media to yeah. your parents, grandparents. Yeah. And, and the thing that it came to my mind was um, my grandmother. Yes. Um, she just always prided herself on being a good worker. Really? So that a good is, work ethic. You know, she will even tell me the reason her that my grandfather married her was because she was a good worker. <laughs> oh, boy. That's romantic. You know, I know. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. romantic at all. And she probably didn't mm. see herself as this, right. you know, yeah. voluptuous, yeah, sexy yeah. woman yeah. that he saw her as. <laughs> right, but right, she right, thought right. that the fact that she got things done right. was important. Sure, and that's sure. how she judged people is whether they were lazy yeah. or whether they worked. And yes. so I think that must have rubbed off on me because yeah. she just always was moving. And yeah. she was not really able to work because my grandfather had yeah. this pride that his wife would not work. Okay, so and that so was a And so she thing. was always rubbing up against that. You know, oh. she'd volunteer and then yeah. someone would offer a payer and then yeah. she'd go, I can't work. Oh. You know, but anyway, yeah. so yeah. so she really inspired me and she was also the yeah. source uh-huh. of unconditional love for yeah. me. Yeah. And yeah. and my mom always worked. Yeah. Um, she didn't seem as happy about it though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as, as your grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I would say. Wow. And how about you? Um, well, certainly my parents, my yeah. mom and dad, um, it, much like, you know, Stacy's family, yeah. my mom and dad have just always been very hard workers, always yeah. modeled that for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and my mom is the is the you know get her done person, and yeah. my dad is the visionary, yeah, <laughs> and always yes. you know always with a new business always. idea, new business venture, you know <laughs> yes. all those kind of things. Yeah. And so I think that I do pull from both of those, yeah. and and I would say you know in terms of ministry and where I am now, I've had so many influences, yeah. and and just in leadership in general, um, yeah. you know like Stacy um, mm-hmm. uh, mentioned um, John Maxwell mm-hmm. and Tim Elmore is, yeah. is somebody that I really look to for leadership, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um, just the spiritual guides you know I would say that my husband has Mm -hmm. definitely been a mentor in my life and and definitely an influence because we've been married for 21 years and um so so you know I was uh, 22 I mean I was a baby when I got married (laughs) so I was still very very influenced (laughs) and so I think you know he has definitely um Mm -hmm. he definitely drives me and then Mm -hmm. and then too my children motivate me to you know want to set the example for them yeah of of Mm -hmm. that nothing can ever hold you back and you you got to just step into yeah. it, and if God's on your side, nobody's yeah. going to stop you. Wow. So. <laughs> wow. I love that. Well, you you kind of segued me into the next question about mentors. You've talked a little bit about that, but um, another part of this question is in church leadership. You're in church leadership. You're yeah. the um, special needs pastor at a very big church. Yeah. Um, do you feel supported in your role as the special needs pastor, as a woman? Oh yeah, role. yeah, absolutely. We, um, I, I do feel very supported. Okay. There, there's never, never a week that goes by that one of our executive pastors or yes. an elder or somebody okay. the, what's going on in Unlimited? Do Excellent. you need anything? You wow. know, so I do feel like they're my biggest cheerleaders. Wow. Um, and. And, you know, and as far as our, our family ministry staff, yes. um, it, it almost functions as like a whole church inside the church because really? we're, because our family ministry is so big and yeah. we have almost 20 people on our full-time family ministry staff. Wow. And, um, and we're about 50, 50 with men and women. Oh, and so, you? yeah, so I don't, I don't ever feel like that is a, yes. you know, that, that gender is really considered that's in the good. hiring process or that's in the really calling, good. you know, that's <laughs> so, a blessing because that's yes. not always the case. True. Yes. And, yes. In, in the faith-based community, in yeah. churches specifically. Uh, and so that's a very, you're, you're in a fortunate spot. Yes, absolutely. That you have that kind of support. Stacy. you know, now you're not in, you're not, you're not a, um, an employee of a church. You are, like you said, a CEO. But what has been your greatest challenge as a female CEO? I mean, do you feel like when you walk into spaces and places that you're received with the same kind of, um, I don't know, um, thing that a man would be received in if he walked into that space or place. Mm. Well, I don't really feel, uh, you know, it's some kind of yes limits at okay. all. But I do think as a woman, yes. it's harder for me to delegate. Really? Um, you know, like I said, my history is working hard, working right. hard. And if I'm delegating and watching other people work, I have this guilt. Yes. But I think that happens with a lot of women because we mm-hmm. want to, we could say, you know, yeah. I could do it better myself. Right. Why should I, you know, Give let somebody else, else yeah. do it? Cause I could do it. But it, yeah. I was confronted with the fact that that is really pride. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, yeah. I, my church is yeah. um, Eagle's Nest yes. in oh, um, yeah. Alpharetta. Okay. And, uh, Pastor Lee provides all kinds of education. Yes. And my husband and I have taken two classes on leadership. Yes. And the last one, it was, um, it was running your business by the book. Yeah. And a, I didn't catch on that the book oh, was yes. going to be the book. <laughs> yeah, the book. A little, the book. A wow. slow on the yeah. uptake Well, I, you but, know, um, you, even when you said it initially to me, I didn't quite get it until you re-emphasized it. So well, you're not the only one. You know, like yeah. I said, I have this blank canvas. So when I said running it by the book, I thought, I need some structure. Yes, Let's do yes, this. Yes, you sure, know? Sure, sure. So anyway, one of the things I took away from this was that 
it's really pride when you don't delegate and mentor somebody to replace you. Mm. And I think that comes naturally to men. Yes. I might start ruffling feathers no, here, but, but I, I do, see this I, over I would and agree. over. If you go into a man's office, it is a clean desk. My with, husband, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's a clean desk. Yes. He doesn't, and you walk into a woman, and she's like everything, everywhere. <laughs> you know, yes. because she's trying to do fifteen yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah, at yeah, once. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think one of my blessings is that I have ADHD. Yes. So. I, and I say that because, you know, yeah. all these diagnoses can yes. be a blessing. So that gives me lots of energy and it gives me lots of ideas, uh-huh. but I don't have all the the um, yeah. structure right. to make them all happen. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I have learned through prayer and through this class that I have got to delegate and mentor. Yes. So when you, there's a difference between um, like mm-hmm. delegating yes to somebody, that means you have to follow up. Yes. You have to yeah, make definitely. sure that they get what they need so right. they can do a good job. Right. So I have to tell myself, that's my work. Right. Yeah. Instead of doing the actual right. job, right. Let my job Let somebody else to, do this and right. teach and train them. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I kind of, I have a wonderful assistant. Yes. But when she calls me and asks me a question, I can either say, you know, you want me to just call them? Oh, or I could exactly. say, this is what I would say. Right. Which is, and, which actually takes a little more effort and a yeah, little bit yes. more energy. And in my head, I'm and thinking, yeah. I could just do it. Right. I could just do right? this myself. But it's much better for me to tell her, this is what I would say and this is why. That's excellent. And then she can do it. So the goal is for her to feel confident right. to answer those questions. And, you know, eventually she won't have to call me. Right. And I can be working on something else. Sure. Which is exactly what happened. You know, it was like all God. God's providence when she got to the point where she was pretty much running the right, business right. then I could start the nonprofit wow and the nonprofit helps people that cannot afford yes. respite care sure. so now I've turned toward fundraising yeah. Um, yeah. focusing on getting yeah. out in the community yeah, 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 whereas yeah, yeah. before it was just all the caregivers yeah. and the families yeah. that was my, sure, my sure, universe sure, sure sure so now we're going out into the community and yeah. um, that's so good Stacey. That's a good thing. Oh, it is. So that resonates with me so much um, because I I think we're kindred spirits in that way with me having been, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. (laughs) I've had several businesses in 54 years. And it's been good. And it has served me well. I've helped to um, support a family as a single mom when I was a single mom many years ago. And and I've got energy for days. Like I said, I definitely would have been labeled ADHD had they known about it. 54, 55 years ago. Right. Anyway, but so I get that. But, um, you know, with, with Jillian, you have some built-in structure because you are a part of a very large machine, yeah. an organization. Yeah. You have people that you report to, people who check up on you. But when you're the CEO, when you're, you know, an entrepreneur, when, um, for me, you know, my, my, my business is based out of my home, it can be difficult, especially yeah. if you're not wired that way anyway. Right. Because I'm more... You know, so um, so I, I do, but the whole pride thing is, I, I think that is an issue to say, I am going to delegate, I don't have to do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to be a part of the next generation of teaching and training the next generation. I need to free myself up and they need to learn. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's huge. I, I love that. Um, <clears throat> now, Jillian, since you are in specifically based in a church, what do you think leadership can do, church leadership can do to better, um, to help women move more into uh, leadership? 
because it's not, I mean, you're, you're in a, you, you know, I think that you're in a very um, privileged, well, I don't know if that's the right word, but you're in a very um, special position. I know yeah. in a lot of churches, it's not necessarily that way. Right, right. Yeah. And I think just, um, just seeing the value in women and the value that, that we all bring, mm-hmm. um, you know, because mm-hmm. the word tells us that we all have, you know, we're all part of the body, right? right? We're of all, course. all one part then, of the body. Right. And when the hand tries to be the foot, it's not going to work. No, nope, it <laughs> doesn't know? work so, at all. And so, I think, um, you know, traditionally in church settings, they, we do have, have, a, you know, I don't want to call it a problem, but for right. lack of better words, yes. you know, we have a history I yes, guess, that's a good of word. it, of it, you know, being more, uh, led by men mm-hmm. and, you know, you, mm-hmm. you have more male pastors and more, more men in leadership. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that, you know, just, just coming to a place where they see the value in what women bring, yeah. um, the nurturing spirit that mm-hmm. we were created yes, with, that's different yes. than men. It is. Um, you know, the, the teaching spirit that we have and not that men are not great teachers. Right. You know, my, my husband surrounds himself with lots of lots of amazing mm-hmm. uh, male teachers and mentors at church. Um, right. But but women have have a, a special gift in that too. And so yeah. just kind of seeing how we can all mm-hmm. come together as the body mm-hmm. is very important. And mm-hmm. then in terms of of just promoting leadership for women mm-hmm. in just in the marketplace. Sure. You know, there's just so many different ways that churches can can help provide opportunities for women to grow in leadership mm-hmm. by giving them, you know, I, I, I guess kind of preach to my team a lot. Mm-hmm. My, yeah. my that's okay. Team. You get to do that. Uh, you know, the, yep. just the, um, yeah. the, the idea of servant leadership, sure. of, you know, giving, giving women an area to serve in yeah. that where they are leading other teams and training other teams. And yes. like Stacey was saying, t- teaching other women sure. how to, how to become yes. leaders. Absolutely. And so finding, these great leaders that we have yes. in, in our community yes. and yes. bringing them into the fold yes. of the faith community yes. and yes. using those leadership skills and giving a place for that to, to yeah. blossom in yeah. the church, I yeah. think is, that's is huge. And that's how, that's how we're going to change good. the world. That is, you know? that, that's and how we're so, going to change it. Because we're all in ministry, right? And we we're, are. We, we are right, all in ministry right. in our and That we are not and, in competition with one another. That's right. Men are not in competition that's with right. women. We yeah. don't have to see us as a threat. And we know... Um, unfortunately, you know, and I won't speak to any specific names, but there are um, prominent ministers who yeah. who have spoken out against other women ministers yeah. who are prominent, yeah. um, basically saying, you know, they shouldn't be doing wow. what they're doing. Yeah. That's painful to yeah. me that in this time, in 2000, and, well, nine, I was going to say 19, 2020, that we're yeah. still dealing with some of those those old the mentalities, old yeah. mentalities. Yeah. And, and I even read an article just mm-hmm. last week about mm-hmm. um, that that the the kind of the Christian faith is exploding in Iran right now, oh. and the majority of the churches that are being opened yes. are not churches that are inside of a building. Right, they're they're meeting in yeah. secret places and yeah. they're meeting yeah. out yeah. in the open, yes, and the yes. majority of them are run by women. That's and amazing. so I think that that is just a testimony yeah. to yeah. the fact that God is yeah. choosing to use women. He is. He is. God's <laughs> you know? no respecter uh, of persons. That's Right, and and even yeah. even the the stories that we read in the Bible in the yes. in the New Testament and the Old yes. Testament yes, yes, of the yes. power of yeah. people like Esther oh. to change a nation is just inspiring yeah. to me. So if God was doing it way back then, exactly. that certainly ought to be doing. Yeah, it I don't right know why now. we don't take the lead from <laughs> scriptures because in the right. scriptures it's very clear how He's called different women yes. in Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, you yeah. know, to stand up and take these positions of leadership. We've got you know Deborah yeah. in the Old Testament. We've got right. many 
women. You mentioned Esther. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and so just many. And and so I, I don't know where how we got off on the beaten off the beaten path with that, but right. but I think that um uh, and so we definitely know we have room to grow and hopefully yeah. we are growing. I'm encouraged yeah. by the relationship you have with the staff at Mount Parent. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's great. Um, so I know it may be um, difficult to quantify, but you actually have quantified it some at the very beginning. Um, how about about the effectiveness of the church ministry? And Stacey, I'm going to ask you the same thing. So can you give us some feedback on what the parents yeah. and the students Yeah, well, certainly, yeah, like I said, you know, we've grown. I mean, the the, the proof is in the pudding. You yeah. know, you can see the fruit of, sure. of what God has done, mm-hmm. um, growing the ministry from from 20 families to almost 200 families in wow. five years. It's wow, been cool. that's and amazing, so, yeah. Um, as far as effectiveness, I, I, I'm I a little biased, but I would say 110%. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good number. Um, oh, gosh. But, uh, and, you know, yes. to just the, the fact yes. that the Lord opened up the door for us to equip yes. other yes. churches yes. as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is you know, is just a testimony to the fruit that's happening yeah. and the effectiveness yes. of what we're doing. Sure, um, sure. And the fact that you know we just continue week after week to have families hearing about us and coming to church and 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 choosing yes. to make it their church home because of unlimited. That's I think is just you know wonderful. you can't you that can't deny wonderful. it. That's amazing. It, so. And now and Stacy, can you give me a few examples of maybe um, how your organization has made a difference in in the the lives of families in the community? Well, I think that um, most parents that have special needs children have so many demands on their lives. Yes. From the moment they are diagnosed, mm-hmm. then they have a team of therapists. They have speech therapists, physical therapists. Mm-hmm. They have to take them to psychological evaluation to get any you know mm-hmm. resources. So they've got all these appointments, and they spend a lot of time, you know, running back and forth. And then if they have a medically fra- fragile child, then mm-hmm. they're running to the hospital. Right. So, so um, the what we bring to the community is an opportunity for the parents to actually go out together, even if it's just for a cup of coffee. Sure. Um, studies show that even a small break makes such a difference in your um, psychological yes, um, yeah. attitude. You know, they yeah. are physically and mm-hmm. mentally stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, that little time that yeah. they have when somebody's not yelling mommy mommy oh and they can have a cup of coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it helps their mental health mm-hmm. it helps them make better decisions absolutely yeah. and that is what we are going for is helping families I even you know we have lots of testimonials sure. and we're gonna um, bring those out at right. our um, at our gala mm-hmm. in March right. is that we're gonna have parents on a video telling us what the benefits are but one woman said you know I I just feel better knowing that I'm gonna have a break every other week. Yeah, just, just I can make better decisions. Absolutely. I have uh, more a positive attitude, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I I think we mm-hmm. we bring to the that's, community. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. And just and Stacy, I I want to um, end with this. I know that you guys, you and Jillian. Uh, are affiliated and know each other. Can you tell me how your organization partners with um, a special needs ministry like Mount Parent? Uh, how did how how does all that look and work? Mm-hmm. Um, well, mm-hmm. um, we initially got together because she was looking for caregivers. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, and I ended up going because I 
I needed yes. Jillian. I did not know it <laughs> at the time. Yes. At the time, but yes. I was very wounded because I had tried to start yes. a special needs ministry at a different church. Yeah. And um, they pretty much told me to go fish. And so oh, I, no. I thought, well, I'm going to go somewhere where it's already established sure. and all I have to do is show up. Right. And so I did. And so I feel like, you know, it was the balm of Gilead that, yeah. that mm-hmm. I came to Jillian with my broken wing and oh. she built me back up and made me feel like yeah. what I was doing was important. Definitely. Even if I wasn't going to be working in a church, right. it was going to be something bigger. And yeah. Yeah. that's ended up yeah. being true is that yeah. God doesn't call me to yeah. work in a church. Yes. He has called me to work throughout all of Metro Atlanta instead of just one That's area. And, and, you, and, and that has provided a way for her to provide support right. to multiple churches. Sure, rather than just one place. that one place. Right, and, um, right, right. And, and the, the support that Stacy's organization provides yes. is, you know, the, the, um, uh-huh. she had mentioned the gala where we, we raise money every year to, yeah. for scholarships. Right. And, um, and those scholarships go to help our kids yes. at Mount Perrin go sure. to camp with us in the summertime and go to retreat. And so that is something that, yeah. that families cannot get anywhere. They cannot just send their kids no. to any old summer camp. That's true. And so, um, so the fact that they get to go yeah. to a camp that's not a special needs camp right. it's a it's a camp with other kids that are right. same age all of that kind of stuff and then it provides the financial support and then wow. you know and then the ongoing break that sure. we ask our parents sure. to get in sure. addition to the sunday morning church services right. and then you know weekly and then when they can send their kids on camps and retreats it, wow. it's amazing wow. the amount of support that stacy and her team have provided right. to our families. Uh, the mount Perrin summer camp is the best bang yes. for the buck yes. for yes. 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 and yes, i tell is. everyone I that because they can get like five days of overnight yes. camp yes. Yes. for a very low fee yes. And if they can't afford it, they can get a scholarship from our organization. Wow. So we work yeah. together. Um, they try and help fundraise for the camps. Yes. And we provide the scholarships through that. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah. we work very closely together. That's yeah. terrific. Two things I want to say before I end. One is you both mentioned, uh, first of all, your organizations, um, um, of course. I want to make sure we give our listeners access to that information. So I want to put all this these resources on the the show page for this particular podcast episode. Okay. So I want to make sure I get that information from you and I'll post that. Um, the other thing that I do want to say is I love how uh, you two women and how women, this just shows me that we as women can support each other. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I don't, I, and sometimes I don't know whether we do that way. Right. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I think I that no, we can, no. we can be in competition yes. with each other and yes. that's so debilitating. Yes. But seeing this happen right here, uh, is so, um, I'm just, I'm just invigorated by this and enthused by this and encouraged by this, that women, Powerful women, important women doing important things can help each other. Yeah. We can be advocates for one another. We can be mentors. We can be bombs of Gilead for yeah, each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I love this. And, this and when amazing. we come together and, and have that synergy with yeah, one another, exactly. it just makes you that much more powerful. It does. You know? It really and, does. Um, yeah. I, I know there was a story that, that Pastor Cooper mentioned in one of his sermons mm-hmm. one time about um, farmers, like when you when you use one horse to plow, yes. there's so much horsepower that right. goes into that. Right. And when you pair two horses walking side by side right. doing the same job, right. it's the horsepower that you would normally get out of eight horses. 
resources. Wow. And so you, so you multiply your, your time, you know, you, you yeah. multiply your power when you can walk hand in hand together doing yeah. the, the right. specific gifts that God gave to you yeah. and yeah. carrying out the vision he gave to you, but supporting one another. It's just powerful. Oh, it is extremely powerful. Ladies, I could go on and on and talk to y'all. You know <laughs> yes. that, right? There's a lot that more that we, we could, could flesh out. Uh, but, um, but our time together is just about up. I really want to thank both of y'all for taking time out of your business schedule. I know you're both super busy, uh, but this has been a blessing, uh, not only to me personally, but I'm sure that the wisdom that you guys have shared today and the resources that we're going to make available are going to help some people that may be really hurting. And yeah. that's... Um, that's a good thing. So and that's our goal. That's the goal. So now to my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, and you can click on the Working Woman Radio Show page. For more information about upcoming podcasts, you can also go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page, become a friend, uh, share your comments, share your questions, because we really do want to hear from you. I will make available the resources that we talked about on this show uh, as soon as the podcast goes up live which will be next week um, and so please check back for that and in the meantime God bless and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show. Bye.